happens to M Class Email, the show where you write in and we read. Oh God, we gotta read. Uh oh. Ah oh, man. Josh is illiterate. I'm sorry, everybody. You had to find out this way. Illiterate means you can't see red, right? Y- y- yeah, yeah. That's that's what it means. Well, I'm not that. I can see red. <laughs> Our first email. I guess it's important to point out that you write in emails that have something to do, like a fun story or like a cool point to it or like a question or Star Trek stuff. Or like the time that you walked in on your mom having sex with Josh. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that uh, vividly. Yeah, it's how he became father and son. And also best friends. Also best friends. And also later, as revenge, I had sex with Josh's mom. So we're both each other's fathers. And sons. Oh, shit. And lovers? Mother lover. (laughs) Our first email is from Carson. And uh, this is edited for time. It's entitled... uh, I guess the title doesn't make any sense. Uh, Carson's making his own podcast with a friend of his. Okay. Uh, But that's not what this email's actually about. It begins, Hey, talk boys. Hi. It's me, Carson. I sent in that email about how and why humor is important to Star Trek from a few weeks ago. Remember? I do remember. I do remember. You were dead on the money. I remember everything. At the end of that email, I mentioned how I'm an overnight janitor in a university building, and I figured this time I'd share the only spooky thing that's happened there thus far, since people write into this show with what the fuck ever. Carson, to me, you're like fucking uh, Goodwill Hunting. You're going to solve that equation. You're going to get into Harvard. That's an old reference, sir. Carson, that movie came out in like 1998. You might have been not even alive. (laughs) Feels old. Feels like a while. I work for a big time rich as fuck daddy's money type of school uh, that started its custodial staff at the state minimum wage, of course, Mm -hmm. in the Performing Arts Hall and School of Music building. This building is dripping with wealth, with four auditoriums, five floors of cushy office spaces, probably over 200 pianos, a four-story pipe organ, a costume storage with more square footage than any home I could ever hope to home, etc. Fuck rich people, etc. Gold-plated opera binoculars. (laughs) I mean, like, funding for the arts is real important and all, but I think putting a grand piano, or some cases two, in every single professor's office on every single floor could be a little excessive, but I guess who am I to say? I just clean the toilets. Yeah, they can probably put a couple meh pianos in there, you know? It's a grand old piano, though. Dude, grand pianos are, like, crazy expensive. (laughs) How did they get them... Into every in floor. There. Did they, like, crane lift them in? They could have built them in there. Jesus. Which it's... is like, then what do you do with it? Uh, you're never getting it out. <laughs> you gotta smash it on a cartoon character below. Oh my god. That's how I want to go. And then it plays your teeth, it comes to your teeth, the keys, and you it... pop bing, your bing, head bing. out and it goes ding, 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 yep. ding, ding. <laughs> yep, yep. Bitter ranting aside, a few of the rooms I clean are professional-grade audio engineering studios, and one of these is where I made my bizarre discovery. Uh Uh-oh. I walked in one day to grab the trash and saw two computer monitors and the flat screen on the wall were left on. The monitors were both running slideshows of different PowerPoint presentations, neither of which had anything to do with music, which was only a little strange. But when I looked up at the TV, I froze, and I stood and just stared for a minute. On it was a staticky black and white image of a dark, empty room. Okay. I turned it off and got the fuck out of there. And on break, I told my coworker about it. We decided to go check it out later in the shift to see if we could figure out what it was. When we turned the TV back on, we noticed that the Vizio logo was also artifacted and fucked up. So it was the TV itself was a little broken. But we also noticed that the input display said it was an analog signal. Based on the what? cables coming from the TV, we deduced it was likely some kind of hardwired CCTV feed. What? From where? We sat and looked at the dark room on the screen for a while, taking note of what details we could make out. While we oh, watched, burned its image into the screen. <laughs> while we watched, one of the wall sconces in the room slowly got a little brighter, but that was the only motion we could detect. My coworker and I decided to scour the building looking for security cameras and matching scenery, but we had no luck. 
There were only Dude. a handful of cameras in the whole damn place, and none of them matched the feet on the screen even a little bit. On top that of that, you know of. <laughs> on top of that, why would that audio engineering space need a security feed? Was somebody in there like peeping or something? Like what? Dude, that's fucked up. We thought it could be for controlling levels remotely for one of the auditoriums or practice spaces, but that theory was quashed by our investigation of said areas. What do you reckon it could be? Some kind of secret underground chamber? Who knows what these rich folks get up to? I haven't uh, checked that room since, on account of no one using it in the summer anyway. Not to mention it wigs me the hell out. A little mundane compared to ghosts or some much supernatural phenomenon, but a little sinister, I find. All right, well, that's it. Thanks for taking the time, Carson. Yeah, well, I mean, if you thought it was weird, it probably was, right? Because, like, why... It, I, I think it's definitely weird. Like, somebody was sitting there, and, like, what, did they hear you, maybe? Or, I, I don't know. A staticky black-and-white image of a dark, empty room. Or it could have been, like, some prank or, like, performance art or something. That's true. You are you are in a weirdo artist building. Yeah. Or if Riverdale taught me anything, it's the Skull and Bones. It's a, it's a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there was something in that room that they were watching. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I, I feel like it probably was, like, uh, like a art prank right like put a spooky thing up it's like something i would do i don't uh, know i i would say that's an art thing honestly like yeah that, that could they could have been working on some sort of like music video or performance art or something and like maybe they had to go take a dump real bad they just left it running overnight because like if it was running slideshows it could be that they're rendering them yeah, it could have been rendering. There was yeah. a lot of that shit in the art department where you would walk in and, like, two computers in the corner would be taken up by people rendering videos. Yeah, we used to do that, uh, but we would be playing balloons. And we would <laughs> let it run through its level. <laughs> rendering, don't touch it. They had Unreal Tournament on a, a couple of the computers in the art department. Yeah, we had uh, Diablo 2. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, I'm not going to read your idea for a podcast on here since uh, both times I've mentioned a podcast on this uh, show, someone has stolen it and did it before I got a chance to. Damn. So I will say that that sounds like a good idea. Um, You might want to check out Kevin Cole's Heart Cannon because it has a similar idea behind it. Sounds like uh, you want to make a podcast for people who have guns in their chests. Heart cannon, like that Iron Man. Like, that sounds like a cool anime, fi- like finisher weapon. Heart cannon, and then it takes like four episodes for it to charge up. Sure. Am I next? You're next, baby. Uh, is this uh Tyler? Yes, right? sir. Uh, the the subject is only one question I ever thought was hard. Question only question mark? I ever thought was hard. Okay, I'm dumb. Uh, Trek boys! Trek boys! Every couple of months, I annoy my wife as much as possible by wandering around my house listening to Weird Al on my phone. I even made her go to a Weird Al concert once. Well, it sounds like you wouldn't need to make your wife do something awesome. Yeah, Weird Al's fucking cool as hell. Yeah, I met him once. He's super nice. You braggart. Oh, me and Weird Al, yeah, we're best fucking friends. I also ate pizza with Andrew W.K. in silence on a back porch one time. One time at band camp. One time at band camp, Andrew W.K. fingered me. I shoved a flute up my b-hole. And then he's like... And then I played the Star Spangled Banner. (laughs) My best buddy and I were obsessed with UHS as 10-year-olds and watched it probably every single weekend for months at a time. The drama teacher at my middle school was convinced I was the next Jim Carrey or Leonardo DiCaprio when I reenacted the Wheel of Fish scene to try out for advanced drama in 8th grade. (laughs) I just picture this drama teacher with, like, a fucking beret on. He's like, magnificent! 
magnificent. Magnificent. You will be the next Jim Carrey, our greatest <laughs> actor. Dr- James Carrey, America's finest comedian. Yo, UHF is a fucking great movie, though. I have never seen UHF. It's really good. There, There's some parts in it that maybe haven't aged super well, but it's, like, really good otherwise. I, don't, I just remember it being on a lot on Comedy Central, and I never sat down and watched it. It's it's really good. I'm stuck in a limbo, right? Where like when I think about people getting like overly obsessed with something and like uh like taking it into their lives everywhere they you go. You think about UHF. I think of the UHF scene that's parodying the uh scene with the mashed potatoes. Yes, I do know that scene. I've seen I've seen that. I I wish I could remember where that the movie it's parodying. I think um Cocoon, I don't remember. <laughs> close Battle encounters. Yeah, close encounters. Yeah, yeah close encounters. Oh, go ahead though. Sorry. I was promptly dropped from the lead in both of the plays for our ninth grade theater production when my ADD meant I had memorized literally none of my lines in either of them. Yeah, I've been there. It's relatable. But I held on to that to the fact for for too long that I was able to Adam Sandler movie quote my way into making everyone laugh. At that audition a year prior. That's great. That's good. Making like people that. laugh is always worth it, even if you are Adam Sandler movie quoting. <laughs> Dude, back in the day, though, whew, that shit was hot. You hot can make fire. a whole personality off of that shit back Dude. in the day. Yeah, <laughs> just like Adam Sandler did. <laughs> Ooh, fuck so after- you, Adam Sand. <laughs> you rich bitch. Like an so Adam after- Sandbar in space. <laughs> I know that reference. It's a reference from a week ago for most of you. (laughs) (laughs) So after that dumb story about the influence Weird Al had on my life, what's your guys' favorite Weird Al song? For me right now, I think it's eBay, the Backstreet Boys parody. It's, wait, it just has so many references to the 1990s of our youth that we all seem so fond and nostalgic for. There are so many to choose from, but that's my vote for the moment. I hope this topic has been covered at length already in an email episode before. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Or on the official M-Class Discord, uh, which listeners can gain access to by pledging as little as a dollar per month at patreon.com slash podcast. Hell yeah. So long and thanks for all the laughs. Sincerely, Lieutenant Tyler aboard the USS Checkerboard Vans and Loud Hawaiian T-shirt. Oh, 90s as damn. What's your favorite Weird Al song, Jeff? Make me want to skank. Um, <laughs> yeah, pick up change. My favorite Weird Al song is probably Albuquerque. I don't know that one. Albuquerque is a story. It's like a story song, and it gets like more and more outrageous and ridiculous as it goes on. It's really fucking good. Is Trapped in the Closet a Weird Al song? Trapped in the Drive-Thru is. Trapped in the Drive-Thru is. That's a good one. Um, fat. Fat Number is fat. great. That's classic. That's like old. like I think White and Nerdy is just as good as any of his classic ones. Yeah. What's the album that came out in the nineties with uh, Gangsters Amish Paradise on it? Uh, I don't remember. I think that that's Alapalooza. Yeah, that's it. I think that was the one. Oh, I Bad heard the Hair most Day of. is the one with Amish Paradise. Oh, Bad Hair Day. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bedrock album is one of my favorites as well. The one that is like a parody of every Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Weird Al... There's no bad Weird Al song. No, they're all great. <laughs> I'm actually really... I hadn't heard the Weird Al song Word Crimes because it's from a newer album from like 2014. Yeah. That's really good. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of Word Crimes. What sucks, though, is like... Back in the day, like... You'd watch MTV back during when they showed videos for that brief moment, and like you would just see a Weird Al song come up, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, this I've never heard this right." But now you got to like look for Weird Al. I didn't That's even know true. he was still doing stuff. Uh, I think his last album was from 2014. Oh, I he's still he, out there yeah. doing stuff though. He was in Ani Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Yeah, he's he's doing videos with spoons and balls. I have seen that. <laughs> Actually, I will say my absolute favorite Weird Al anything are the polka like uh, songs yes. he does that are just a bunch of different songs put well, together. The medleys, yeah, the medleys. The medleys, yeah. I think it takes like 
Uh, this is a compliment, by the way. I think it takes like a certain personality type to really like Weird Al. Like, I find that very intelligent people always love Weird Al. Oh yeah, <laughs> I agree, man. Right? Like, I knew a kid in in he was my friend growing up, and in in school he was like a genius. Like he he's like an engineer now, and he loved Weird Al. And it's like yeah, because it it's very technical and. You know, makes he's sense. Ta- yeah, he's taking these songs and like, he's not just changing the words to them. He's like, yeah. he's following every bit of the rhyme scheme, every bit of like the musicality of the original mm-hmm. songs, so that yeah. they make sense. It's not like the reason why other parody musicians don't work is that they just add different like lyrics to the song. Yeah, it's almost like the way his humor is too, it fits with the song. Like Yeah. It has to work in that way. And like how do you explain that? Cuz I don't even know how what that even means yeah. really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, like <laughs> I fucking maybe one of my favorite songs he ever did is like an original song, but it's like a it's a parody of Devo songs. Mm-hmm. It's called Dare to be Stupid. Yes, yes, yes. I know that one. God, I love Dare to be Stupid. Like yeah, I'm, that's I'm looking song. through all the lists of all of his songs, and I'm just like, no, this one. No, this one. No, this one's my favorite. Yeah, I think everyone goes through a, a, a classic Weird Al phase where you're like, I'm going to listen to Weird Al now. The, the Forrest Gump song that's a parody of the President <laughs> of the United States of America song. Gump. Gump. He's Gump. That's super He's 90s. Gump. It really is. <laughs> I lost I love on Jeopardy. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Well, guess what Jeff's listening to for Yeah, now. pretty much every Weird Al song is the best one. Yeah. There's no bad one. Thanks for that email. You really have hit me with a Weird Al bullet that I'm never gonna be able to a get. A milk past. bullet? <laughs> god, that would obliterate me. Remember when we talked about you getting shot with a milk bullet? I remember you talking about killing me on my own show. That was pretty fucked up. Well, don't fire me next time. Look, I haven't fired you yet. <laughs> anyway, speaking of, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast, where for as little as a dollar, you can support our show. Not just mine. <laughs> ours. Not just gonna take the money and go. No. Our next email is uh, from... Curicle? Mm-hmm. Curicle. It's entitled, Taking Our Parasocial Relationship to the Next Level. Oh, fuck. I'm so ready to get fingered. Trick boys! Trick First time, short time, soon to be patron. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I found out about M-Class from Jeff's guest appearance during Continues Trek Month. Oh, Trek shit. Month. <laughs> that was a That was cool. That was a good month. Since then, I've listened to nearly all of your back catalog. Jesus. Whoa. Your first 50 episodes or so got me through refinishing my entire deck by hand, built a concrete patio, and finished a huge amount of landscaping. Well, I'm glad you accomplished something valuable while we were talking about bullshit. (laughs) Every hour of uh, M-Class you've listened to is like three hours of us bullshitting in between, so... (laughs) That's true. And my god, there's so many hours of that class. <laughs> oh my god, man. After having you two in my head continuously for the past few months, I'd say you've been wonderful simulated friends. Well, I'm glad. Your deck looks great, by the way. Yeah. Also, landscaping? Oh my god, so good. It's so good. How's your wife doing? Curicle? <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute, where are we going with this? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. As such, I'm ready to take the plunge to become a patron, all for the low, low cost of $1.50 plus tax. So, $1.73. Yeah. As the lowest tier for us in the land of maple trees and moose. Oh, oh right, well. Canada. Small price to pay for not constantly living in fear of becoming homeless from getting an ingrown toenail. That's true. You got Look. that in Canada. Look, you just go to the back alley toenail man and you say, hook it up to the dog sled and rip him out, Tony. (laughs) Thank you for your service, Tony. Tony is a true hero. As a chemist, the replicators always fascinated me. 
Since the replicator can assemble complex molecules, the frontier of chemistry during the replicator area would probably be more exciting to me than the frontier of space. Mm-hmm. What do you two think the limits of the replicator are, aside from dilithium and other select MacGuffins? Keep on being awesome, Curicle, Senior Chief Exochemistry Specialist at the Daystrom Institute. Damn. Like, I've been watching this stuff about viruses, because, like, obviously. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And, uh, like, could a replicator produce a virus? Probably not. I I would assume DNA it doesn't do, maybe because it is illegal to do that. Yeah, like, there's definitely no ability to manipulate DNA in a replicator, because... Yeah, it's not built You get a eugenics war when you do that. It's... Yeah. But it probably could, right? Like, it probably, like, Like could do that. If you could disable the safety protocols in it... Yeah. It might be able to do, like, extremely basic DNA work. Like a virus, yeah, because it's just a shell with DNA in it, but... I don't know. I don't. I mean, food is like complicated as fuck. Sure, like, co- cooked food is like super complicated. Like you, you can't replicate dilithium, but you also can't replicate latinum. Like that's the reason why latinum is a source of money in the rest of right. the galaxy is because the Federation can't replicate it. My assumption is that there is some type of discovery related to. molecules and chemistry that allows the replicator and scientists to like simulate the food like there's some type of combination that they figured out like that makes chicken be like chicken right yeah so it doesn't really replicate a chicken it's not like it's not like a there's a chicken here. It's, it's just, not duplicating a chicken. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's just something that looks kind of like chicken and tastes like chicken. Yeah. That's it's, my guess. Well, there's also a difference between like a like a replicator on a ship and like an industrial replicator. Yeah, yeah. But there's some crossover cuz the replicator does make cups and yeah. plates. The replicator can make like a replicator in your room could probably make a lot of shit that isn't like if you bro- if you wore a watch like you were really old fashioned and yeah. you broke it you could replicate a new watch really easily right because they but, replicate yeah. clothing out of the replicators in their room as well yeah but industrial replicators replicate like machines yeah they can replicate entire parts for gigantic ships and like other replicators oh yeah. my god absolutely. 3D print a 3D printer. Which you can do, actually. You yeah. just need to get the parts for the inside. You wouldn't 3D print a car, would you? Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> That's what you assholes do and cost 40 grand. You wouldn't th- you wouldn't 3D print the Enterprise. Fuck I absolutely yeah. would. I plan on doing so when I get one. Hell yeah. I can't wait to see that. Um, it's gonna be so hard though, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that it's not easy. It's not like a replicator. You no, just you press can't press the just... button and shit comes out. Computer, <laughs> make me a toy. Oh yes, yes, master. And it's like there's a there's such a wide breadth of difference between like a food replicator from TOS and a yeah. actual replicator from TNG. Like you can just get whatever out of that for the most part. Yeah, I mean it really calls into question like the value of an object <laughs> right like well yeah you, i mean there's no there's no money to value it in the federation no, anyway yeah. so it doesn't really matter so it's worth what it means to you which i think yeah. is very nice thought and it's like uh weapons like tools and weapons meant sur- for survival will always have that worth to it as yeah. well and everything has its inherent worth for being like that's useful in some way like a watch or a cup Right. But I feel like sentimental value will be way more like worthwhile in the Star Trek future. It, yeah, it think means about way it. more that way. Like antiques would come to a screeching halt. Cause I mean not really, but like for yeah. a while they would be like, Well, who cares? This shit was just replicated like crazy, right? But we say that now, but we talked about this earlier with like Nintendo games. Like people still love Nintendo games, but they can literally just replicate the game by downloading it. That's true. Well, I mean, think about Picard. Like he's the type of guy who has like a bottle of like specific old fucking 
hooch wine when hooch. he can just replicate it whenever he wants. But he has yeah. that specific old bottle he keeps in his under his desk. But only Cretans drink that fucking swill. <laughs> <laughs> fucking replicator. Be, there has to be alcohol snobbery. Oh, even in the perfect there already is. There already because um, doesn't fucking. Uh, Scotty is like, I'm drinking that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, even in, I hate, that's like one of the things I really don't like about, because I don't like alcohol snobbery. I think it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And it is. Like, some alcohols may be better than others or whatever, but like, you know the fucking purpose of all this shit, damn it. Yeah, it's like complaining about a shitty blowjob. It's all just a blowjob. It's like some stuff isn't good and some stuff's better, but like snobbery of any kind, I'm not a fan of. But like yeah. alcohol snobbery is one of those things that, again, people make their entire personality around. Yes. And it really sucks that that exists in Star Trek, too. Yeah, but it's so, it's so socially acceptable to be a snob about that because sure. alcohol is so ingrained ingrain alcohol into us i think there's definitely to get back to your question i think there's going to be a difference between like a chemist's replicator yeah and like a standard replicator because you aren't going to need to get that incremental and small and like studyable yeah with like your food replicator at home or whatever yeah there would be different types of replicators i would think and there's there's always like the the concern for energy which isn't so isn't really that much of a thing on like earth or anything but you would still use whatever is less energy using right yeah cuz like no matter how clean energy use gets you're still going to leave some type of a footprint so you're not going to get like an industrial replicator to make you cheese sammies <laughs> you're going to get a regular one cybernetic cheese sammy that's true if you're trying to make a life form out of your cheese sammy you need a big replicator chemist Sa- replicator satan's robot needs metallic cheese sammies oh my god i love satan's robots so i need a cheese sammy father father please cheese sammy <laughs> shut up satan's robot cheese sammy I, <laughs> please come here cheese sammy <laughs> uh, hopefully that answers your question, Kiracle, because uh, we went on quite a tangent there. We answered all of it. What's that next email, George? Uh, Ahoy hoy, Trek boys. Ahoy hoy. From New Magic. It says, long time, first time, as a woman. <laughs> Welcome. Nice job. Great work. It's been a while since I emailed in in case things have been weird. I think it's supposed to say that. I intend to continue my streak of never actually talking about Star Trek, but I do have to stop and shout out Jedzia Dax, trans icon. Couldn't have done it without you. Dope face tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. There's probably some iffy stuff I'm not remembering, but she sincerely was one of the first presences that started to crack through my dense noggin and is still one of the few examples of trans-coded character being done well on a primetime show. Agreed. That's true. You you still don't get like genuinely good sort of yeah. transcoded characters even today. Yeah, it was basically just Jedzia, uh, XJ9, and if you're lucky, James from Team Rocket would sprout a pair and make a filler <laughs> episode worth watching. <laughs> sprout a pair. That happened. I do remember that, and I don't remember being like that was weird. I remember being like, yeah. Yeah, they only played it once. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but as promised, I do want to take us off topic to talk about something stupid. This time, it's me. I'm having oh. a hell of a time picking a new name and would love to hear your suggestions. Uh, who do I look like to you? Okay. And there's a photo attached. Let's see. And I gotta say... I saw this photo before, because I I vetted emails a little bit this time. Yeah. Uh, I think you look like an April. Yeah? I think April. I can see that. It's a good month. Like, that's my vote. I was born then. I have red hair. You have red hair. 
It's perfect. Um, now, what, what do you think, Josh? I, I, I don't know. If I think April's good. Uh, just Jadzia. <laughs> Something Jadzia-based, if you really, really like it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Jed, I, I, I am Jadzia not... is a cool-ass name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel comfortable naming a person because <laughs> that's like crazy. I didn't even think about that. So. Yeah, like I. I think you, I don't know. You'll of know when you're gonna, you know. You're gonna go with what you feel in your heart yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, Esri's also another good choice. That's a really yeah, that's fun a name. really cool name. Yeah. I don't know, but I think April's good. Thanks for letting me introduce myself. Love you, boys. New magic. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for that fun email. Hopefully, I named a person. I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoy one of those fun names. <laughs> my father named me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read to my father, Jeff. Jeff from, from M Class Podcast. <laughs> Our next email is uh, from Chase, and it's entitled Ahoy, and it ends with Ahoy and a winky face that is the best email ever great email <laughs> uh i don't know what any of that means uh, our actual next email <laughs> is from generally depressing and it's entitled student loan is bullshit which i agree with entirely we thought this was spam we didn't actually I, uh, like we did get an email that i thought was spam i just i don't remember what it was Oh, it was the one we got that was like your word cloud is ready. Yeah, last our word time. Cloud. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is uh, <laughs> this seems like spam. Yeah, anyway, feels, yeah. <laughs> generally depressing says, "Hey, Trek boys, hi, how are you doing?" Eh. Yeah, man, it's rough. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that one made sense too much. I just want to touch on something you guys brought up in the last episode. I live in Tennessee. Yeah, well, you're the only 10 I see. Oh, man, Josh is getting laid tonight. Ooh, boy, dropping them pants, boys. When I was at age to go to college, the state accepted the lottery and used the profits for a college scholarship. Uh-huh. Ironically called the Hope Scholarship. Hope I get it. At the time, it covered the cost of going to the big UT, but after just a couple of years, they raised their tuition to more than double the cost of the scholarship, yeah. fucking everyone in the process. Yeah, that's colleges, right? That's what they do. I'm, I'm not saying that, like, yeah, get over I'm saying, like, it's fucking bullshit. It's infuriating. It's, it's a fucking scam, is what it is. So I just wanted to let you know that scholarship slash college tuition is bullshit. They yes. still call me bi-monthly to donate to the school to support their shitty football team. Fuck, I hate the UT Volunteers. That's their name, yeah, because of the uh, Tennessee Valley Association from oh. the 30s. Uh, sorry for the rant, but you guys struck a chord, and I'm drunk and had to send this according to my drunk mind. Wait Love much. generally depressing. Ensign of the USS, you have to read the whole name quickly, or the joke doesn't work. Also, butt chuggers. <laughs> <laughs> How come they're not the Tennessee butt chuggers? That's a much better name. Makes more sense. That's what sense. they should have named the Washington Redskins. They should have called them the Washington Butt Chuggers. Well, they're, they're picking a new name. Apparently, it's down to eight names. They already chose it. Oh, when? Uh, Today? The, uh, originally, it was called the Washington football team, but they did decide... Um, oh, shit. Maybe they haven't. I could have no, sworn they, they called it the... No, the, um, the Indians changed their name. The Cleveland oh, Indians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the... I don't know what they are now. I forget. The Armada, Armada or something? I don't remember their names. I don't know. Anyway, college is bullshit. It's a whole bullshit. I hate it. Yeah, I agree. The thing the thing is, like, I still get a call every now and then that's like, hey, donate to Marshall University and keep us running. And I got the last time I got that call, I was like, hey, can I give my degree back? Yeah. And the lady on the phone was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I have gotten absolutely nothing out of my degree, and I, sp I spent... Like tens of thousands of dollars yeah. on it. So I would like to return it, please. Yeah, because we were sold a, a bunch of lies. <laughs> we were we were sold a lie that you go to college and it's your key to getting a good job. And like, okay, maybe it was for two or three years in the nineties, right? Like, like but every then, job I've gotten has yeah. told me 
oh, we didn't hire you because of your degree. We right. hired you because of your portfolio. Not only that, but it's like when everybody has a college degree, it makes college degrees meaningless. Yeah, when everyone has a degree, no one will. That's right. I'm not in here with you degree. Your degree in here with degree. (laughs) Jesus. I'm sorry, generally depressing. Yeah, that sucks, man. Uh, I wish I knew what to... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But I would really love some student loan forgiveness, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jo- Joe Biden forgave uh, $8 billion worth of student loan debt, and all of that was for colleges that no longer exist. Oh, that makes sense. They were scam colleges. And some of that oh, was also. So colleges? For, <laughs> yeah. And some of that was also for disabled people. Yeah, I so that's that good. Episode. Yeah. He, he forgave $8 billion worth of debt that should have already been forgiven. Yeah. It shouldn't have ever been debt to begin with. And uh, now that we're $8 billion lower, the national total of student loan debt went from $6.8 trillion to $6.8 trillion. What I don't understand about this whole thing is, like, do you think you're going to get your money <laughs> no, they're not getting a dime out of me as long as I can possibly fucking help it. Like, like, do you think that $6.8 trillion are going to come to you? Because no, it never. isn't. Because that's an insane imaginary number. Yo, I read a story this dude was talking about, like, his wife has been out of college for uh, 15 years, 14 years. Yeah. And she had paid on time for her student loans for that entire time. She had never missed a single payment. Yeah. And one of her loans had gone down, like just one of them had gone from six thousand eight hundred and forty-five dollars to like six thousand seven hundred and ten dollars. So she's paying like a dollar a month or something. So she's paying the full price of the thing, but like the interest has come oh, the interest? over it oh. every time. So literally, she's paid like. $300 down of the no $6,000 I would just default. Line. I would default and be like, yeah, you ruined my credit, whatever, fuck you. Like, fuck it, dude. Like, it's it's insane, man. Yeah, These, they don't do that. No, nah, I know. They keep calling your ass. No, like, you can't, do, you can't, like, accept default on student loans. You can only do that for credit card shit and, like, actual loan, like, real life do loans. Do you have to claim bankruptcy? I don't know anything about You can't even bankrupt your way out of student loans. <laughs> I just stop paying them, then I'd be like, "Yeah, like they'll you. start garnishing your wages." <laughs> yeah, okay. Technically, I don't have any wages, so yeah. they can't garnish shit. Yeah, garnish my dick. <laughs> garnish my dick with some nice cilantro. Ooh, <laughs> some people think it tastes like soap. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of cilantro. I love cilantro. Uh, what's our next email? Uh, next email is uh, from Lav the Dick Sucker. <laughs> Oh, sweet. <laughs> Sup, Trek boys. Nervous first email. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> Lev. This is the first email I've sent in, and my God, am I nervous. Well, don't be nervous. We're just idiots. Blame it on the crippling hey, anxiety. Haha. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How fuck. dare you call me an idiot on my podcast, you oh, bitch. Oh, God, I'm going to get fired for this. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've listened to your show for a couple of years now, and I fell in love the first episode I heard. That's awesome! Aw, that's so sweet, thank you. I was practically pissing myself laughing, and it was at that moment I knew I had found a damn good podcast. Oh, that's great! Oh my god, you're so nice, thank you. I don't know what you're laughing at, we've never been funny. I've always been funny. Oh god, I'm getting fired. Listening to you guys praise Trek and then he- tear it apart in the next sentence never gets old. Yeah, well, an occasional and the occasional story or beloved butt joke is a great bonus. I would go on, but I think I've already sucked your dicks completely off, so I'll just let it be known that I'm a longtime fan. Well, thank you for sucking our dicks oh, off. Oh, man. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Yes, metaphorically. No, you, that was so fucking nice. Thank you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's funny... When people write nice emails, they always seem to, like, write them in a way that makes it seem like we get nice emails all the time, but we don't. Nobody sends us nice emails. <laughs> like, we, 
we don't get emails praising the podcast very often at all. When we do, they're so greatly appreciated. Yeah, so thank we, you so much. If we did, we'd fucking read the shit out of yeah, us. Yeah, I would. Ne- I never turn down reading an email talking about how great I am. Yeah, like <laughs> a dick sucking email. Send it on in. It's how great me and Josh are. Put it on the put, show. Put it thank up. you very much. Uh, Lav says, I'm not sure what to ask other than what's your favorite data moment slash episode? And I know you're going to answer the measure of a man, so besides that. Oh, man, one of my favorite moments with data is when Pulaski keeps calling him Data. Data. Mm -hmm. And he's like, my name is Data. And And she goes, what's the difference? He he looks at he looks at her. He goes, "One is my name. One is the other is not." Yeah, yeah. That's very (laughs) human. Puts her in her place, and I really love that moment. What's crazy about that is that spawned a whole like generation of people calling people data when they were having sex. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, like like oh please data, (laughs) you know like you know what I'm saying? No. Like daddy. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> that joke was either too bad or too smart for me, and I don't know what. There isn't a difference sometimes. <laughs> What's my favorite data moment? Ah, uh, uh, data's so good all the time. God. Maybe when he was an ice man. Oh, when he's an ice man? Fuck! I can't believe we haven't done that one yet. But yes, when he's an ice man from over the mountain. That one's great because he doesn't remember who he is, and it's really fun. Because you're like, Data, you're a fucking robot. You know what you are. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. I love Data's recital, where he does Ode to Spot. That's a good one. I like when he is pretending to be, when they go down to the planet, uh, and the Enterprise is being cleaned or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're talking to that commander, and he's pretending to be the commander, and he's like... <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Uh, I love when he's little. He's Friar Tuck in the Robin Hood episode. Yeah. And he gets shot with the arrow, and he's like, "I appear to be fine." And then he raises his hand, and it's twitching out of yeah. control. He's like, "Nope, dude, so good." Um, I love when Data like does Tasha Yar's funeral. Not because Tasha Yar is dead, but because it's really heartfelt, and he like learns about death for the first time, really, like experiencing it as someone who cares for someone. Oh yeah, I like when. Oh, I don't like it, but I like when uh, Lol dies and he's sad, oh, but he's that not. One fucks me up. Man. That shit's fucked up. Yeah, it ruins me. Uh, I like the one. I like the episode where he meets Doctor Noonien Sung. That's a good I, one. I think that's a good episode. And, like, he shares his final moments, and he gets, like, the um, emotions chip. Mm-hmm. I like it when he does tiny little life forms on the yeah, controller. I like when he says, resistance is futile, and he punches the green stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, green stuff! And then the Borg Queen is like, Fuck! <laughs> I should have known! You're not supposed to do that. You're just supposed to fuck me. That's engine coolant. It liquefies organic material on contact. Everything Data does is precious. Everything. I'll end this email by saying masks isn't that bad of an episode. Sorry, not sorry, Jeff. Wow. You can put me on the bad apology list just above (laughs) (laughs) Cardassi. I forgot about that. (laughs) <laughs> love you both and keep on trekking love lav the dick sucker and then there's like a couple of options we can say love it got it or i'm so proud of you what should we I'm, do i'm going to click i'm so proud of you can i also click it yeah you go ahead what happened oh no no what happens go ahead you do it I'm so you proud. read the email go ahead i'm so proud of you uh send <laughs> so now you're going to have to wait for like two weeks to know yeah. why we responded i'm so proud of you. yes <laughs> She's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hate this show. All right, now I hate this show. I'm going to go on to iTunes and rate it four stars because Jeff told me about The Witcher. And thanks for telling me about The Witcher using two swords. You fuckhole. What the fuck, dude? That was so funny. Um, yeah. 
Masks is a bad episode, Lav. I'm sorry. I agree with Lav. I think it's pretty great. You only say that because you know I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, we gotta be that way, man, you know? We gotta you know maintain balance in all things. That's not true. <laughs> We're Perfect always balance. on the same side of everything. <laughs> Perfect balance in all things, as it should be. That's what I all always right. say. All right, six butts, chin. <laughs> My chin has a fucking six-pack, bro. Thanks for that email, Lev. Our last email is from uh, David S., and I'm, I've been instructed to say this a little more heroic than usual. Oh, wow. It's entitled David Star Wrangler and Boot Scoot. <laughs> oh, my God. Astro howdy, Trek boys. It's me, defender of the United Space Place, David Star Wrangler, and my reticulineer... My, my rectilineer. Rectil- rectilineer. Rectilinear? Oh. Yeah. David Star Wrangler and my rectilinear chum boot scoot. Beep, boop, beep. <laughs> I just wanted to take a second on this very special episode to talk about the dangers of pheromones. This feels derivative. <laughs> Kids, while it's a good idea to distract a goon or two with some of Squilco's patented spider jizz distracto whiff. <laughs> We need to make a shirt that has that on it. Holy fuck. (laughs) Can't steal that from him. We're stealing it. Releasing that arthro puss funk into the air without wearing your Space Wrangler Junior Star Cadet face shield teeth whitener is about as smart as traveling the cosmos without your own boot scoot action doll with his signature head spin and beep action. Beep, boop, beep. Damn, I need that fig. Boot scoot. What smell would render you into an insufferable space beta? Beep, boop, beep. Well, of course you smell, old buddy. To high heaven, yee-haw! <laughs> How about you boys? I get weak in the old space knees for some astro bacon, I tell you what. Oh, yeah. What's that, what's the, what's that smell that'll turn you into an insufferable space beta? Uh, cut grass. I love... Oh, you do love some cut grass. Cut grass. Dude, I, I was driving around yesterday a little bit with the windows open and people were mowing, and I was like, oh, yeah. Dude. It's funny that I don't like it, because I'm like, I think I'm allergic to something in the grass. Yeah, so you like, may have. It stuffs fever. my nose up. I, dude, grass, what, like, I don't know, what else is, like, I don't... Uh, certain like Indian food, like just the smell of Indian food. I'm, oh man, I'm, like, absolutely! I will fucking murder somebody to eat that shit. The smell of Indian food always gets yes. me. Yes, like the the smell of the woods. Yeah, I fucking love that smell so much. That dirt, that like like basement-y, dirty, musty, uh, musty kind of smell. Earthy, I love it. earthy smell. Earthy. That's the way to put it. That earthy kind of musty smell. I like I a good. So much. I like a good whiff of cum. <laughs> mm, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> smells like those trees. Those cum trees. I. Uh, I'll tell you what. Like the smell of garlic cooking. Yes. Like drives me nuts. Onions. I'm not and hungry and garlic's cooking. I'm hungry yeah. now. If I smell cooking onions, I'm like, all right, yes, give me that. Oh yeah, cooking onions the same way. Yes, very similar. I always say, like, whenever I put onions on or garlic on, I'm like, well, now I'm actually cooking. Yep. That's how you could fake if you're bad at cooking like me. Just put onions on something. Oh, man. And people are like, yeah, Onion good. cooking, garlic cooking drives me crazy. I love it. The smell of, like, baking bread yes. will do it to me as well. I'll tell you a weird one. Uh, not maybe that weird, but the smell of, like, new electronics... Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the smell of the first Nintendo I ever got, and I I still remember just that that plasticky electronic solder smell. Oh yeah, that's a great smell. Yeah, like the smell of vanilla. Extract, no matter how yeah. it's given to me, mm-hmm. like candle smell, vanilla extract, like vanilla ice cream, the smell of vanilla, vanilla I ice, love it. Vanilla Ice, he bathes, unlike other celebrities. It smells great. <laughs> well, he's not a celebrity, so he does. He bathes. That's true. Non-celebrities bathe. I think after, like, D-list, you bathe. I'm sure there's That's some D-listers true. who don't. Like, Judy Tenuta probably bathes. Judy Tenuta is, like, a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boys, I'm so proud of the great exploring or whatever you do that I'm making you honorary Star Wrangler Junior Star Cadets. I finally always wanted this just now. It's all I've wanted for the past two seconds. <laughs> I didn't even know I wanted it, but yay! You'll find your complimentary face shields and teeth whiteners taped to the side of your satellite. Well, how the fuck are we going to get those? It's frozen by the time we go get them. (laughs) How about you, kids? Well, now is your chance to join the rank of the Star Wrangler Junior Star Cadets by asking your parents' permission to visit patreon.com slash mglasspodcast and teletransfer just one laser dollar to these here track boys. <laughs> and if you'd like to tell old Star Wrangler what smell would turn you into a dribbling thirst baby, be sure to head to a compu message to these here Trek boys. No, Trek cadets. Yeah! This is David Star Wrangler and Boot Scoot. Beep, boop, beep. Damn. Blasting off. Yeehaw. Whoosh. Fucking classic Boot Scoot. Fucking, I need that Boot Scoot action doll. Dude, god damn it. I need that goddamn Boot Scoot action doll. I would go to the KB Toys and fucking punch a mom in her face to get it. <laughs> Did I ever tell I you about the time I stole a lightsaber from some grandma? <laughs> Oh no, Josh! I didn't really. Uh, but Dude, Josh never told us about the time that he power bombed a grandma through a store shelf so he could get a lightsaber. We went to it was me and my uh, girlfriend at the time went to Toys R Us. So this was like a while ago, uh, and there was new. Uh, I think I think Revenge of the Sith was coming out or just came out or something. So there was like all the Star Wars stuff. So I was like, I'm gonna go check out Star Wars aisle. Uh, and I, I, I picked up, like, this, like, $10, like, kid's Obi-Wan lightsaber. And I was like, oh, sweet, I'll buy this. And uh, this grandma came up, and she's like, oh, my kid, grandkids love this stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, Star Wars is great. Yeah, cool, cool. Fuck off, grandma. And she's like, she's like, they love these lightsabers. I play with them. And I was like, yeah, I do too. And she's like, oh, my grandson really wants the Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Cool. Well, see you later. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Whoops. I still have it, so... First come, first serve, Granny. Yeah, yeah, fucking get there earlier, you old bitch. Damn. Stop hanging over at the Ponderosa and get over here. Oh, my God. Ponderosa. Dude, so bad. <laughs> There's a Ponderosa in, in Huntington, actually. I never went there because I'm not 90. There was one was there. <laughs> there was one by the Toys R Us when I was little, and I remember eating there and going over to Toys R Us, and I think I had food poisoning, and I was like, you have to take me home right now. My parents were like, this kid wants to leave Toys R Us? He's fucked up. He's sick as fuck. Should we take him to the hospital? Is he dying? The first time I went to Toys R Us, I was like 23 years old. I remember being very little and being... Um, it was like Disney World. Like I was like, "This is fucking Mecca." Like I just yeah. walked around, and this was like Dude. 85, 86, 87. I was the really height little. of Toys R Us. Yeah, <laughs> all the games. I were was in the one. Case. If it was eighty seven, I was one. Well, I was eating at Ponderosa while you were sucking on your mama's titty. <laughs> I think I got the better end of the deal, honestly. I've done it, so I agree. The Ponderosa's garbage. <laughs> Would you rather go to Ponderosa? You went to. I thought the story was going to be like I went to Ponderosa and ate, and then I went to Toys R Us and chewed on the plastic, and it had more flavor. <laughs> Could have been. Probably would have made me feel better. <laughs> you can digest plastic. I don't think you can digest whatever Ponderosa. God. Ponderosa was the uh, uh, shit. What is the name of that goddamn place? Oh no! Applebee's? I started a sentence. TGI Fridays, Ruby Golden Tuesdays, Corral. Golden Corral. Yeah, Ponderosa was the Golden Corral of its day in that they're feeding you uh, sewage that they it was, uh, extracted from the toilets. It, it wasn't like a buffet, though, but there was a salad bar. And like now thinking about salad bars is like, are people fucking insane? Yeah, COVID really taught us that, like, germs are really everywhere, aren't yeah, they? And like, you can really get fucked up by them. Are you fucking crazy? You're going to leave lettuce sitting out? Like, that's stupid as fuck, dude. We did it. Yeah, no wonder I got sick. I probably ate a piece of lettuce. I was sitting there since, like, 1975. I probably got Ebola. 
Now I'm gonna have to put a Ponderosa commercial in somewhere. Oh God, you can't put it in here. We don't have commercials. I'll make there be one. I don't care. <laughs> uh, the fact that that would take more than five minutes of editing lets me know you won't be doing. That. <laughs> I will. I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, that's all for the emails this time. We had a great time. We had some fucking dope-ass emails sent in. Good emails. Thank you all for your great email. Hopefully, uh, April Jadzia Esri enjoys mm-hmm. her new name. That's a great name, I think. Uh, just make it all one name. Make yeah. it extremely hard to pronounce. Don't even hyphenate it. The hyphens are for suckers. Don't do Hy- that. Hyphens are for suckers, for sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, thank you especially to all our patrons who received this a week ago compared to all you lowly peons <laughs> by heading on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast slapping down a fiver. You also have access to a Jeff and Josh shoot the shit episode about the X-Files that came out two weeks ago and you missed it. That's my cat version of the X-Files theme. Run the Jewels did a whole yeah cat album, so there's yeah. money in it. <laughs> they did. That's why hipsters love Run the Jewels. Because the cat album? Yeah. Uh, I love Run the Jewels because it's good-ass good music. That new album's great. Every album's great. Three is super good. Yeah, three is fucking dope. Like, it might be my favorite. Yeah, three is, I think, the best. And then they have all these that you can't get on an album. Like, uh... Nobody speak with DJ Shadow. Yeah, that was just DJ Shadow though, right? So I don't know if it's, but that's a great song. That dude, that song is so good. That's so good. Yeah. Anyway, thank you to everybody who wrote into email. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you love us, why don't you head on over to Twitter and follow at M Class Podcast, where there are fun polls, tweets, hot takes, retweets, everything you could ever hope for. Cold cuts. Extremely cold takes. Like, water is good for you. Damn, cold take. There's no heat to that whatsoever. It's cold water. Follow us on Twitter. And also, uh, if you want to be part of this show, you should just shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. If it's not too long, if it's got a good point, if it's got a beat and you can dance to it, it'll end up on the show. (laughs) Whatever you send us. My mom says that. It's got a beat and you can dance to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, Mom, you suck at dancing. I told her that. You she told that from me. You, to- you you taught her how to dance or you told her that I said that? No, I told her about that phrase. Oh. Right right after uh, we created you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> That's the grossest, hottest thing I've ever heard. Oh, gross. No, don't don't say that. <laughs> See how I turned it around? My time, yeah. the that's gone and rippled back through the timeline. Yeah. And now I've gone flaccid. So thank I you. probably was uh, in, you know, as a sperm and an egg, I was in two places at once. And part of me was like, "This is so hot," and then the other part <laughs> of me was like, "This is fucking disgusting." Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't like that. This is how the show's ending now. At least there's a good Ponderosa commercial. I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in one week with more M-Class goodness. So bye-bye. Bye, Dadas. <laughs> it's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time since that last rich master's tale. Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John. I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M-Class email I swear there's never a pass in M-Class email It's always been singular that's M-Class Email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's empire. It's empire.
바치네. 바치네.